You know, PHP, post homeless pimp. Post homeless pimp. This is post homeless. He's pimp. out there somewhere. He's looking at somewhere out there. He's looking at the same moon as us. Po- homeless know? pimp is looking at the same moon as us. He has. He is. He is alive and well. He's on- alive and well. He's just. He's just sitting around the country on different projects. Yes. He's got a very. He's got irons in the fire, and God bless him. But. So we still have to have fun over here. We do, and we, and we love to have fun. And uh, we we have changed studios. Yes, we which, have. Which people know because the last episodes were, were here as well. Mm-hmm. But what what did we mention? I don't know if we mentioned this. This is the new space, but this is just a temporary setup, and we're doing a huge overhaul. Yep. And uh, and we're gonna have a completely different scene going. And we talked about it. We're gonna go over yes. there. Yes. And we're gonna have that behind us, and we're gonna get. We're gonna actually really get like, uh, let, let, you know, rate rate. You could rate our studio. Yes, we'd love that. We have some ideas that when we're ready to share them, we'll put them out. We'd love some fan input on them, and maybe even let the fans decide what certain things they'd like to see in the studio. Oh, that might be nice. You know, that and a lot, nice. I know some people have already said because I've talked about it. You know, on Instagram, we cannot. We have no way of getting Kane Tanaka's ashes or body, dead body, in the studio legally. We can't do it legally. Yeah, but there is a plan in place. Uh, a nighttime mission, if you will, yes. to maybe extract something illegally. Yes. If you see Salari in Japan or in the <laughs> East Asian vicinity, we know that, yes, we're doing shows, but it's a cover for we're going to get Kane and bring it back. Ash Wednesday in case things go south. Yes. We're like, no, this is just, I just went to mass. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> so, but it would be nice to have her it's, just sprinkle them in here. It'd be nice to have Kane Tanaka's body with us each and every episode. Yeah, not even her ashes, her body. <laughs> her body. I'd love to have her body, her bones here. Could you taxiderm a human? That's a good question. Um, sh- listen, what, I know people- the process you can. Is it legal? That's <laughs> did, another question. Didn't we look at those crazy funerals where like, <laughs> like the guy was dead, but just like sitting on a chair with his yeah. thumb up? So they do do it. They do do it. Maybe we can crowdfund from our, from our faithful. We crowdfund money. And we make a we make a, an offer to the family of tonight, right. Kane's family. I would love to. And then maybe we l- get her on loan, like a museum. Yes. You know what I mean? She's on loan from the Tanaka estate. Yes. And we just we put her right here, sitting here, legs crossed, yeah. like with a funny smile. Right. And then uh, we have her like every every quarter. Every quarter. Every other quarter. I would love, and I would pay good money for that, um, to have Kane Tanaka's body. And I have two things to say. First, I'd like to introduce... Uh, our new producer, his name is Steve Ciccone, Riceroni, at Earth Tone, right? Is it E-R-T-H-O-N-E? Yes, sir. How on did Instagram? you pick that name? Yeah, it was just, uh, I don't know. It just uh, Where did Earth Tone come from? What does it mean? You know, I wanted to sell, like, uh, T-shirts back in the day. And that, oh. was, that was what I was going to call the, the, like, the T-shirt oh, company. Was Earth is Tone, that like yeah. a hippy-dippy thing? No. No, I, I do like earth tones, like those colors. Mm, who doesn't um, really? I mean, yeah. Now, some fun facts about Steve Ciccone Riceroni is one, fellas, yes, he is single. Yes. Two, an unbelievable drummer. He, yes. He's, he's fantastic on the drums. He's got a special talent. He used to work at the Sam Ash yes. down in Los Angeles. Speaking of ashes. Guitar, guitar center. Guitar center. <laughs> guitar center. <laughs> but speaking of ashes. Speaking of Sam ashes. Sam Ashes. Sam Ashes. Can't, can't he used to work at the Guitar Center down in Los Angeles. And one of your everyday customers was it Charles Barkley? Who was one of the ones oh, that you uh, really bonded with? Kenley Jansen. Kenley Jansen from the pitcher from the uh, L.A. Dodgers at the time really took a good liking to Steve. And, and, and I was thinking that a nice way to incorporate Steve into 
the show is maybe at some point we could have him bring in his drum kit and drum oh, set and do a drum solo on on the show with us. How do we not do it to start? We should. We should. We should have been like, hold on, we have to introduce you to someone and just let him solo first. <laughs> yes, and then be Damn. like, that speaks for itself. Yes. Yeah, we'll do. We'll do that. We'll make believe that one of the episodes is his first episode later on. Right. We'll just all play pretend. And all then right. this. This. And, and so, Steve, welcome to the show. I and, and I think it's going to be great. Okay. Do you own any sunflower pants? I don't have any sunflower. We're going to get you no. sunflower we'll get pants. Some sunflower pants. Um, Steve. So we, we, Steve has been on, I don't know if taste buds came out yet. The first taste buds, but we've had our intro app with Steve on taste buds. He's the new in-house, no fresh resident producer. Right. He's got a, a million dollar smile. He's a sweetheart of a guy. He is a, he was a long time listener and, and enthusiast of yes. our podcast and yes. of the network. He used to have hair, his hair, he used to have hair down the top of his ass crack too. No. Yeah. yeah. I, I Bring in pictures I, right away. Yeah, yes. I have <laughs> oh, you have them? Yeah, okay, I let's, donated it. All right, let's get those. You donated up. your hair? Yeah. Would you donate it? This to? is the kind of this is the kind of kid we're talking about. Yes, uh, great Steve, kid. Steve Ciccone, Mark Cantoni. Yeah, ch <laughs> yes. children, children with cancer. Oh, so a, a, little, a little girl got my hair. Oh, oh yeah, amazing! Yeah. You and do now look like has, a little girl now that I, I'm I, looking I, at you. <laughs> now she, all of a sudden she's doing like sick drumming solos. <laughs> she got your powers. Yes, <laughs> I would love to see like what what you could do on the drums. Do you want to? Do you have like a small kit, like a, or an electric kit, or what do you do? Uh, yeah, I got a, a small kit. Um, well, I have two. I have a regular size kit, more like the rock sizes, both, yes. both Ludwig drums, um, and then the other one's a little bit Ludwig smaller. Ludwig drums. Yeah. Yeah. And also, I know that you're a funk drummer. Yes. Which is, you know, for me, that's my that's my favorite. You know what? You know what? I think if, if he plays his cards right, you know he's going to wind up in Practical Joker's Cruise 2025. Oh, you play wind your cards up playing. Right. You play your cards right. That's what wind up playing the This drum. is coming back. We just had the cruise last week. Well, how but the great reason was the I was late today was because I was making the schedule for that cruise. For that, yeah. It took two hours. It's hard. It's hard. Oh no! Listen, it's four it's, days of programming with like ninety acts. It's not easy. And I, I, I would have went. I would have went on the cruise, but I think I'm in Nashville. I'm you in are. I had asked you for this year. Yes. Doing no press thing. You couldn't do it. DeRosa was on it. The, by the way, the cruise was amazing. Amazing. DeRosa <laughs> fell overboard, but we hooked him right back in. <laughs> we, looked for, we looked for a squiggly tail in the water. Yeah, look, <laughs> Just look for it in the news. He fell overboard. Yes. And, uh, and but, the, yes. Well, so that was the first thing I want to introduce, Steve. And then I, the second thing is I wanted to ask is where do you get the nerve? Who do you think you are coming into this studio with a mustache? You yeah. have now grown a mustache yes. like your Kevin Costner on Yellowstone. Yes. And I want to know where you have the balls to come in there and not only not send me pictures of it before, not say a goddamn word. You come in here, you lose 40 pounds and you have a mustache. Yeah. And I want to know what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> I no. want to know why you look better than I've ever seen you look in your, in your life. Oh, that's so nice of you to say. I don't believe that. But not that I don't believe it from you. I don't even believe that. That's for me. But um, I, I, I put on about another few pounds. I lost it for the special. And I put on a few because it's the holidays. It's right. the holidays. It's the high holies, and I've been eating pastries out the yin yang and a lot of pizza. As a matter of fact, you just ordered two pies to the studio. What happens? So, uh, but I. By the way, it's, it's it, it, we are when you're in ordinary time. The Catholics we call this time period ordinary time. You can be ordinary. You don't yeah. have to be losing weight, or you just be ordinary. I'm being ordinary right now. Let's see. That might be them right now. Yes, but I will say that um, the, uh, uh, you, the 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 mustache look and the. You, the way you look, I like it. Oh, thanks. So what I did was I shaved, clean shaven for the first time in 13 years. This is just going back now. I, a few days ago, I, I, I went clean. Like you didn't have a, you, you, a baby's ass I on went your face. Skin to, I went buzzer to skin. You did it or the barber did it? I did it. And then I just had the mustache on New Year's Eve. I was just a mustachioed man. That's you post it. pics or no? No, I didn't actually, but but it, that been nice it, to see. But it's still playing like it's just a mustache. It doesn't I, look like I have the growth. first thing I noticed when you walked in. I said, "This guy's this guy's full mustache, and there's nothing I can do about full it." Full mustache. When I was little, when we were little, the mustache and just the mustache was a big thing. Sure, in the seventies and eighties, and I would look at guys and say, "That's an old man," and I never understood the concept of just the mustache. Right, it felt very like. Uh, I don't know. I just, I was like, that's never going to be me. And then I hit a certain age and I've been desiring just the mustache for a very long time. Right. It looks good. But, uh, but I didn't do it, but uh, yeah, it could be fuller here and less here. Maybe one day we'll get there, but it'll again. grow, it'll grow in. And I think that you, you're, you, what I, what I'll say about you is lately you've been taking chances. You've been taking mm. chances and mm. that's a good thing. Yeah. And, um, and I like the way it looks and, uh, and, and, and the, the whole cowboy thing the mustache and the, that's coming back. What, let me ask you a question right now. Ask me too. What's come back. What's had a bigger comeback. Yeah. 
in the world yeah. than country music and New Balance sneakers. Name two things that have had a bigger comeback than country music and New Balance sneakers. Okay, let's think about I'll wait. this. All right, please. Uh, who's had a big comeback? I don't know. I mean, everybody's I, listening to country and wearing New Balance sneakers now. And then 15 years ago, nobody was doing that. Neither of those. Neither. Yeah, I think I country music is the biggest biggest music in the country. It is number one. Well, by they, land. They, they did it right. They named it after the country. Yes, you know what I mean. But I do. You, do you partake in country? I I I had it until called two three years ago, and now I really love Luke Combs, Morgan Wallen, uh, uh, um, uh, Chris Stapleton. I, I love him, these guys. I know, my dad loves, likes country, and he's always singing Tennessee whiskey. Hey, that's good. I'm Vince Gills. I love it. Morgan Wallen. Yeah, he's, he can he can do a run. That guy. You know what a run is? When they go like like the run in the voice, like when they're like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, he can, can do it. That guy's Chris Stapleton. Chris Stapleton is. I fantastic. wasn't expecting. He yeah, that's that's he's got a velvety. Well, that's real talent. Like guys like that. Like I, did I ever tell you the time I met Ed Sheeran twice? I told you about this no, already. Never. So I, how did you not tell me you met Ed Sheeran? Here we go. 2012. I'm at, uh, this is the, this is the guy that's dating Travis Kelsey. Yes. Okay. So I, I, I'm in, it's called, it was called the V festival, not named after Venetia who still works for the show, by the way, she's not here today. today. It was the V festival. I think it was named after Virgin, uh, you know, music or airlines or whatever out in, um, England. I was in, I think I was doing the one in Leeds, right? Oh, I love Leeds. Love Leeds. I had a wild night out in Leeds one time. You had a wild night in Leeds? I did. Wonderful. Me, you going to tell us about it? I mean, I just went to a bar. They played a lot of soul music. We got drunk and partied with the crowd and it was a lot of fun. I was with Burn. It was when I was doing the uh, your, your UK tour. UK tour. Yeah. Shout so, out Leeds. Shout out Leeds. Um, so I, I go out there. I'm doing the V Festival. I'm, you know, no name comedian doing the back tent, right? I did the show. There was, you know, 10 people walking through. Nobody cared. It was like, you know, just a cool opportunity to get out there. So anyway, where you eat, like the little commissary they have for the performers, it's all musicians and everybody is just kind of sure, there. Sure, yeah. So I'm there, sitting there. And I'm eating sweet potato fries. Like you do. Like I do. I got a, I got a boat of sweet potato fries here, yeah. and then I got a boat of ketchup there. And I'm dipping sweet potato fries in the ketchup. One in England. One in England. That's what you do. One in Leeds. Mm -hmm. So I'm eating it, and then a guy sits down. He says, oh, is somebody sitting here? I said, no. Uh, sits down across, and then he goes, uh, I look at him, and he, he looked like, um, you Ronald know, small. McDonald's? Yeah, Ronald McDonald. Okay. Yeah, he looks small. He looks like a potato, like just like a small and kind of like, you know, just kind of like tucked in by himself, you know, he had long red hair. And I said, um, I said, I said, oh, you know, hi, I'm, I'm Chris. I'm doing comedy. He goes, hi, I'm Ed. I do music. And I was like, oh, awesome. And he goes, uh, he goes, yeah, he goes, are you from the States? I said, yeah. He was like, he was like, oh, cool. He was like, yeah, I love it here. I was like, yeah, no, it's awesome. And he was like, sweet potato fries, huh? I said, yeah, I, I like them. I dip them in ketchup all the time. And he goes, I've never seen anybody do that. I was like, really? Interesting. Where, what, where, where are you from? Like what right. rock you, you never seen anyone dip sweet potato fries in ketchup? Mm. But anyway, that's what I remember about him. And he says, he says, okay. He says, I'm, you know, I'm going to go play at whatever, 10-4. And I was like, oh, all right. And then. He goes, you know, I had another show and then about call it two hours later, <laughs> I hear this like angelic, beautiful voice singing yeah, it's a and, she. and I see it's a she man, this is she man. I see flocks of people because he didn't, he wasn't a star, not seagulls, people, actual people. Okay. I see flocks of people coming in a herd to stop and look at this guy's tent and start listening to his music. And I looked and I was like, oh, that's the guy I was talking to. That's the sweet potato guy. Yeah. And I remember in my, I remember then in my head or like whatever, like to myself, I was calling him in he my head. He looked like a little fry guy himself. With he the did. Red I hair. was calling him sweet potato Ed. That's <laughs> yeah. what I was calling him in my head. <laughs> and then you didn't, wait, this is before he had a hit that you knew of. He did not have any hit. You didn't place him. His, no, his voice was incredible. Oh, but he didn't have a hit yet. He did not have so a hit. So you met yet. him before he was him to us. Or maybe he had a small hit in the UK, but he right. was not the Ed Sheeran that right. we all know and love right. today. He, he wasn't, he didn't have your bodies in one land. Nothing and like that. And then I saw him and then I, and then, and then I remember seeing him and then, cause he had such a distinct look. And then it was like six months later he blew up and I was like, I, that was sweet potato Ed. Wow. And I know that if I ever met him or talked to him, he would not remember he the story, will. but I remember He'll it. remember you because you, he never saw anyone dip the sweet, sweet potatoes, potatoes and, ketchup. and ketchup. And it Which, was, by and, the way, what do you dip them in? I dip them in ketchup. A lot of kids do. A lot of people do. A lot of kids do ketchup and mayo. A lot of people now will do in ranch. Um, what do you do? Rice around sweet potato. Yeah. Agave. 
This is what we're talking about with this kid. You see this the talent and level bringing, of it? He's bringing stuff to the table immediately. <laughs> okay? I never heard of anyone dipping anything in agave. Nothing. Never mind sweet potato fries. You know, I only do that because Trader Joe's one time I went in there and they had that up front. That was like they hit you as soon as you yeah, came yeah, in. Yeah. And they were trying to sell the agave syrup and they were dipping the sweet potato fries they in They know it. what they're doing Changed over there at TJ's. Life. Do you know what else? You know what and else? Then you, then they, got a, you get to, they got you to purchase they that got, agave. Got now you got it buy. at home. Yep. And now you do agave at home. Yeah. Well, come guess on, what? Do you know on. what else is another unbelievable fact about Stevie Ciccone Ricerone? I'd love to know. Not only is he a master uh, uh, drumsman, he makes coffee. He has this, He has a, a, a $1,000 plus coffee setup in his house. He can make you any cup of coffee, espresso, Americano, homemade, not a Keurig cup. He will make it. Like you're in a random coffee shop in downtown Pittsburgh. You got yourself a machine? Yeah. What are you working no, with? No, but it's more than that. It's I, more than that. Are you working with an exotic Italian one or you got a Breville? I, 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 I fucks with a Breville. So it's, uh, I have a Breville. Nice he guy. told me to get a Breville. Yeah. yeah, most of the stuff I have is by this company called Fellow. Fellow? Yeah. Mm. And um, it, it's more it, the rig I have is geared more towards like uh, manual. See the rig, the he rig. uses the right <laughs> the words. The he could tell. He could tell you're not. <laughs> the rig. You think who you are? You yeah. saying I got a breville. He's like the rig. I like. Do you use a consumer machine or? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, the rig you have. The, the rig, yes. Yeah, yeah. What do you got going on over there? So uh, he I'm knows just, all the terms. Yeah. Well, it's, so do you I, have I, a barista. No, but during the pandemic, I, I guess I wow. I became one. He cut his hair <laughs> off and be, and started making coffee. Yeah, yeah. I, I diverted from the sourdough loaf route. I know a lot of people went and you know made made their, they got their starters on. Yeah, a lot of people did make they sourdough. Did. Why did you know that? How did you know that? Was that a By thing? By the way, sourdough is a great bread. It's a fermented food. We're going to talk a lot about fermented foods today. Oh, I right. want to talk to you guys a lot about the gut microbiome and, and what fermented foods you should be eating. It's and sourdough true. bread is Every, one of them. Everything starts and ends at the gut. I know this for a fact, and I still haven't put it into practice yet, but I had a conversation about three, four but days you're getting ago, there. and I'm ready to do it. These socks, by the way, these brown socks, somebody uh, came up to me and asked me if I burn my feet because they look like, with sneakers on, it looks like this is the color of my skin. Me too. They thought I charred mine. <laughs> you're in Blackfoot. Uh, <laughs> um, um, what's, so, your, what's your just coffee drink of choice? Uh, pour over. I just drink a black coffee pour over style. Jeez, so he's That's also it. a purist. Dude, when I, him and I went to Detroit, and we went into this really nice coffee shop, and he could taste the integrity of the bean. As soon as he took a sip, he said, these are low-integrity beans. <laughs> I took That's the, the name of the episode. I took the coffee. I threw it off the wall. We went to the next place. That's the name of the episode. Low-integrity <laughs> beans. Low-integrity <laughs> beans. Steve is, it's one of, man, like, you know, you, talk, you get to talk to him. Yeah. You get to talk to him, and you're like, oh, my I God. Love, I, I mean, we only met recently like this because we had to do the, you know, we, we met, we, then we did taste buds, and by the end of the day, yeah, I know all about the guy. He's what a great guy. He's a great guy. He's got a great, great disposition. Uh, unbelievable disposition. Yeah. And he and you know, he knew the only thing I love more than state capitals and Puerto Rican people is iced coffee black. You know what this man gets me for Christmas? You know what this man comes in and gets me for Christmas? That's black iced coffee. <laughs> Not only that, a machine a contraption where I can now grind and make my own homemade iced he coffee. He brought you the means. He brought me the means. Means he, to the beans. The means to the beans, which is a, <laughs> which is, 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 is a close number two for episode yes. title. <laughs> wow. I, 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 uh, cortado is my thing. Cortado? Oh, okay. cortado? What's a cortado? Tell us Co a cortado. cortado. So you got, you got, you, you got your la latte? Okay. Then you got your flat white. I'm asking you. Then you got your cappuccino. Then you cortado. Isn't it the same thing, but just different levels of milk? See that I don't. I'm not well versed in like the espresso style. Oh, oh okay, yeah, okay, yeah, right. yeah. Oh, you're a coffee guy. Oh, it's, yeah, oh, just, it's different just, to you. Yeah, yeah. Because my, know. I my but my Breville is my Breville espresso or coffee beans. Well, it's, it's coffee beans, but it's it's grinding it for espresso drinks. The, What's the, the difference? Tell the, us what the difference. The, the fans is an espresso to know. bean and a coffee bean the same exact thing? See that uh, they're different beans. I don't know. I guess the espresso might be roasted a little bit longer. Yeah, because I, sure I like to do espresso beans. Me too. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, yeah, but but the the only thing, the biggest difference, as far as I know, is the the grind size. Espresso, you grind, it's very very fine, fine yeah. Yeah. And then something like a cold brew is all the way on the other spectrum, uh, and, oh, and it'll okay. be coarse. You ready for the coffee I've been making that that my family at home really loves now? The brand. You ready for this? The yeah. Breville machine. I've I've created my own thing. It's called the Chrissy. It's really just the, about the grind time. I grind the beans a little bit more. What's it? Tempering. Tampering. Yeah. yeah. Is it tempering? You tamp. 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 Tamping. So I tamp it down. I give it a nice tamp. I put it in the thing. I go the 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 two pours. I get it to about halfway full. Then what I do is I froth the milk. You got a frother? On yeah, yours? I got that frother. Yeah, I froth got the, the milk. I froth that milk. I don't really do it, but I got it. When I froth the milk, you ready? When as the milk is frothing, you know what I throw in there? 
honey and cinnamon. I pour honey cinnamon milk into the cough, stir it up. Honey cinnamon milk? I in while the milk is frothing. You put cinnamon and honey in on your own. Exactly. As they are pure. Yes. You don't have a honey cinnamon milk. No. Oh. That'd be an, that'd be outrageous if they made a honey cinnamon. Well, milk. I mean that sounds great though. And right? actually, but but and then I pour that milk, that warm milk, honey and coffee, honey, honey, cinnamon, and froth milk into the coffee. Family loves it. I got the kids drinking it. No way. I got the kids drinking it. How do you know what portion, how much honey to put in? It's all. I, I try to connect. I, it's all feeling. <laughs> it's all feeling. You know. So what do you do? You just put because you don't want to go overboard on the honey. No. Well, Is it a hint of honey? It's a spoonful of honey, okay. a teaspoon okay. of, of Blackberry Farm pure honey. And that's for everybody's? The whole, are you making a pod or are you making these individuals? No, you make individual cups. My, myself and Jazz, we drink the, the, the coffee, but then the kids, the kids, I give them the milk. And the kids, they the are, honey cinnamon they're milk. looking forward to honey cinnamon milk, which we thought was a healthier option than chocolate milk all day, every day. I mean, oh, these kids' yeah. teeth are going to fall out of their heads. Yeah, absolutely. So we go honey cinnamon milk and the kids love it. Yeah. Are you ready for this? These are the breakfast now. Honey cinnamon milk for the kids, and then we give them a a cinnamon flavored rice cake with almond butter and banana on it and a side of berries. Can't go wrong. And they love it. They love it. And they're secretly eating healthy. Secret. Well, not really secret. It's right out in the open. Really. It's right in the open. Unless it's too stupid to realize. Right. It. Because yeah. I think we spoke about this. Did we speak about this? About the gut microbiome? How about the scientist, Dr. Pooh? Did we talk about Dr. Pooh? Uh, I think I would have remembered Dr. <laughs> okay. Pooh. So I want to talk to you for a minute about Winnie? Dr. Pooh. No, Winnie, speaking of honey, but no, Dr. Pooh, Google Dr. Pooh. Is it P-U or P-O-O? I'm hoping P -O -O. it's P-O-O. It is? <laughs> Dr. No, Pooh. it's not. Yeah. What's oh, it? Dr. Pooh is just the name of a yeah. company. No, but do That's not a real guy. Do Dr. Or Pooh. Gal. What's his real name? Dr. Pooh, a uh, podcast with Steven. Um, with, yeah, Steven. Yes. Oh, Dr. Pooh is someone's nickname, though. Yes. Where? Is, oh, yeah, here we go. The number, the number one poo and gut scientist, this guy, this guy, I watched a life-changing podcast. Wouldn't you want to be number two, though? It's, I thought the I'm gonna do. same I'm gonna keep, thing. I'm going to keep doing funny little quips. I love it. So what they talked about, Sal, yeah. what Dr. Pooh talked about, these, I think it's, it's Gut Health MD on Instagram, but this guy, I, I, he has got like a, a very hard to pronounce last name. If your poo looks like... So basically, oh, okay. he was saying about your poo and ba basically about... You, who you are, who Zal, who, who Zal, who, who Zal Solcano is, yes. is you are your gut microbiome. So your personality, you are, you literally everything, right? Everything, whatever your personality is, whatever you're craving, it is your gut microbiome. We are a super organism. Oh. What the hell's going on now? Hello. <sighs> the food is downstairs. What? Meaning, meaning what? Meaning they're not going to come up. We got to go down. Okay, tell, can, you, can you tell them we'll come right down? All right. Okay, bye. So we don't know how to work the new intercom thing to let people in, buzz them into the building yet. So the food we ordered is outside right now. So what, do we got to pause? Do we got to stop down? For one second. All right, go, we'll stop down for one second. second. I got to go put on shoes. All right. Sorry, ass man. Babe, are you looking for a super offer for Super Bowl 58? You know I, I know I am. Yeah. So DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered. New customers can bet on the big game and turn five bucks into 200 instantly in bonus bets. That's amazing. It is. What do you have to do? You have to download the DraftKings Sports app now. I just started chewing a and thumbs. No, I'll, I'll, I'll say it then. You download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code HEYBABE. New customers can get five bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Bonus! Only, only on, on DraftKings Draft Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 58 with code HEYBABE. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or, or in West, West Virginia, Virginia, you go to www.1800gambler.net. In New York, you can call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY, which is 467-369. In Connecticut, guess what? They got help available for problem gambling. You call 888-878-9777 or visit ccpg.org. Please, please play responsibly. Now, on behalf of Boot Hill, Hill Casino, Casino and Resort in Kansas, Kansas which 21... Every, I mean, uh, shout out Boot Hill Casino yeah. and Resort in Kansas. God bless him. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. 
void in Ontario, which is interesting, but we'll 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 deal with now, it. Hang tight for another couple. Bonus bets expire <laughs> one hundred and sixty-eight hours. Oh my after god! Issuance. Okay. Cdkng.com/slash/football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. And that's really all you got to know. That's it. All right, baby. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Ooh, what is it? What is it? If uh, you listen, don't know. HelloFresh, first of all, I mean, if you don't know about this now, I'd like to come over there and give you a slap. And give you a little something over here and a little something over there. You get farm fresh, pre-portioned ingredients, and seasonal rep recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip the trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal and kit. And you know we use it. We shout it out every week. I swear to you, it's taught me how to cook. Yep. I make I use the 15 minute recipes when I'm in a rush. Yep. They have they change their their recipes seasonally, which is amazing. I Cheaper love than going to the grocery store. By the way, it's a family thing now, too. Yes, it's all about family. HelloFresh, they come with, as I said, the farm fresh package ingredients. Everything arrives pre-portioned right to your door for less. There's no wasted food. You don't worry about meal planning anymore. You ditch that, you ditch those blues. HelloFresh does everything for you breakfast they say is the most important meal of the day and guess who agrees hello fresh i was gonna guess hello fresh. they agree in fact this is what we when, when we talk about this company sometimes we are flabbergasted perplexed we're astounded how they, by how they even make money because listen to this promo the deals are hot like fire listen to this all subscribers free breakfast for life how they're giving everybody free breakfast. Go to HelloFresh.com slash HeyBabeFree and use code HeyBabeFree for free breakfast for life. And that's however long you live. One breakfast item per box while subscription is active. However long you live as long as the subscription is active. Exactly. That means if, if you really take care of yourself and, you know, you don't eat two high fatty foods and you keep your cardiovascular good and you keep subscribed to like 104, you got free breakfast to 104. That's it. That's free breakfast for life at HelloFresh.com slash HeyBabeFree with code HeyBabeFree. HelloFresh, America's, America's number, number one, one meal, meal kit. kit. Folks, this episode brought to you by BetterHelp. Thank you to the good folks over there at BetterHelp for helping us with all our mental health needs, man. I mean, listen, the world is what it is right now, okay? Yeah. So sometimes we all got to talk to someone. A common misconception, like about relationships even, is that they have to be easy to be right. And that's, right. No. No, sometimes the best relationships best can be difficult. We're both people uh, put in the work. And they that's make it. them great, all right? It's the same thing with yourself. Yes. You know what that's what I'm saying for real. Yeah. Therapy can be a place to work through the challenges you face in all of your relationships, including ones with friends, work, significant other, or yourself. If you're thinking of starting a therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's done entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you do, fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge well, and maybe look maybe it's not for you but i'm someone who practices and i am someone who uh who i i, I preach about it i think it's it's the, the gym for your mind i go a couple times a week and uh try it what do you have to lose right especially if you've been thinking about it become your own soulmate whether you're looking for one or not visit betterhelp.com slash hey babe today to get 10 percent off your first month that's betterhelp h-e-l-p.com slash hey babe Babe, Viator, yes. I told you about this. I know I, that you love it. I love this. When you travel, if you have to use Viator. I have used it. You have? I did. I used it to go on a walking tour, a whole ghost tour in uh, New Orleans. Yeah, Viator. It's the best. It you can really use them right here in New York City. I've been on plenty of walking tours all over the world. 300,000 bookable travel experiences in over 190 countries. Wow, there's that many countries? Yes, there's so many of them. I'll name them all another time. Okay, they offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche little interesting stuff in between. Viator is the place to go to book memorable travel experiences. I mean, listen, Viator, it's one of those things where anytime I've went on a, a trip, I've looked on, I've gotten there, I've put Viator in, I've said tours near me, and... A hundred tours come it's up. It's amazing because you don't have to worry about w w what's where. It's like it's the one source for it all. So you can go on vacation and be like, just 
look ahead of time and that's it it's just one source it, it, in a way i kind of feel bad it kind of almost cuts out travel agents because i'm like i can just book my own trip on the apps and then go on via tour and they'll tell me exactly what to do and every tour i've went in has been a five out of five home run of a tour yeah the ghost one thank you because it reinforced my feelings that i do not believe in them there you go you're staying up at night with heartburn yeah. fire tours travel experiences have millions of real travel reviews so you have the information you need to book for the best activities for your trip and they re that i look at those reviews all the time Via tour, the trip reviews, it's real people who did the tour yeah. and it helps you, you know, that's actually the want. absolute best part of it. Yes. Uh, flexible and support all the time with free cancellation, payment options and 24 seven service. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator one zero for 10% off your first booking in the app, the app, uh, over 300,000 travel experiences. Uh, remember. remember, yes, do more with Viator. Oh, yes. One app over 300,000 yes. travel. Sorry, I didn't have my glasses, but do more with Viator. Like you said, yes. We're right back, got the food. So the gut microbiome, from what Dr. Pooh was saying, the gut microbiome, who's got, it's Gut Health MD on, on IG. Okay. I, 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 Is he that Pooh right there? That's Dr. Pooh. Okay. That's Dr. Pooh Pooh. The Gut Health MD. Go follow I did, him on Instagram. I, I pictured someone Will Asian, Bolshewitz. But that's only because I thought Dr. Pooh was P-U at first. It's P-O-O. -O. Okay. So Dr. Pooh said about the gut microbiome, everything... Everything he's got a book. I think his book's called Fiber Fueled. Or he's got he's got a couple of books. Go, just go Google wait, this wait, guy. This guy came out of nowhere. I heard him on this podcast, Stephen Stephen Bartlett podcast, which I really really like. And Doctor Pooh, you know, I've been listening a lot to like the gut health microbiome and and all that stuff. And they're saying that you have like trillions and trillions of microbiome of like little microbiomes in your gut that dictate your whole life. They dictate who you are. They dictate your personality, your cravings, your this, your that. And like, for example, when you drink a diet Coke, mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. Yes, it's got zero calories, right? He so, said, you know, we're focused a little bit on calories, calories, calories. Yes, it has zero calories, sure. But the aspartame and other chemicals in these like, you know, artificial sweeteners, yeah. sodas and foods literally change your gut microbiome where like technically when you drink a Diet Coke, you're a completely different person. You're not the natural person who you're supposed to be. You drank a Diet Coke. Your gut microbiome has changed you into somebody else. Yeah. You have a different personality. I'll slap someone right in the teeth. He slaps it. Yeah, absolutely. And I, could, and I don't have to be, feel guilty. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Because it's the it's DC that made me do it. You sh you should be able to get out of murders if you killed someone in a diet yeah. coke. Like they I did show it. you. Yeah. I, how did I do that? Just for the taste of it. I can promise you that yeah. I just drank a diet coke. Right. I have proof. I have the receipt. So it, it rejiggers everything in there, and then all of a sudden, your normal functionality is different, and that manifests itself in a possibly a different what temperament personality what is like it for example like you know you drink a diet coke your gut might yes you have zero calories but then your gut microbiome may that may start craving sugar and high carb foods because it's like literally not who you are like you were on the straight and arrow on a diet drinking water seltzers and you know high fiber foods and now you had a diet coke and all of a sudden it changed you into this your other guy be yeah different. next thing you know an hour later you're eating a candy bar and and all that and the cat so you're not the texting people back i'm not texting people back you're not yeah. clipping your toenails anymore exactly i've i'm yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm like you taking know taking the lord's name in vain anything anything mm. anything so all from diet coke all from diet coke so he's just saying like paying attention to you and one of the best things you can do to to make sure your gut microbiome stays healthy coke drink regular coke if you're going to do it do that Limit alcohol, which we know, but even he says like he drinks alcohol, like we're human beings. But the other one is fermented foods, sauerkraut, homemade sauerkraut. Okay. I'm talking about get a cabbage, chop it up, put it in a mason jar, put some brine water in there, put some, you know, vinegar, let it sit for a week in a dark damn place. Sauerkraut, fermented food, yogurt, fermented food. Um, Things with live and active cultures. That's what they want. Okay. Fermentation. Take a probiotic. Yeah. Probiotic, pre. prebiotic. Pre or pro. Maybe you do some C. And post. They got yeah. prebiotic, probiotics, postbiotics. Oh, wow. Yeah. So this guy goes wild. And, you know, it's all about, he said. This guy goes wild on biotics. Wild. He said what the best thing you can do from the studies, the studies that, that, that they've seen is if you can eat 30 different types of plants a week, you're in good shape. 30 different varieties of plants a I, week. I, I, I thought there was maybe three varieties total. He's saying 30. There's and he flowers, said, there's weeds. That's it. But there's he grass. says there's a lot more. Legumes, nuts, seeds. I, I, would, I would assume fruit counts. Laguma He's, Beach. Laguma Beach. Yeah. He said the assault on fruit is nuts. I mean, there is an outright assault on fruit and how people are saying fruit's not good for you. It's high in sugar. He said, but the type of, there are studies that show if you just eat fruit, you reverse your diabetes. 
that the assault, on, the assault on fruit, he said, is is wild. He doesn't know who started the assault on fruit. I don't know who started the assault on fruit, but there is an assault on fruit. And he said that, you, you know, like, eat, give your kids, give your body fruit. Eat fruit. All you got to do is eat fruit and you're good. Eat fruit and drink Coke. That's it. Wow. And you're good. And your gut microbiome is good. So what do we do here? How, how long will it take me to transform if I really want to? He said you could start transforming your gut microbiome. Will start to, it'll react to anything you put in it. So like you start, you eat, a, you eat a whole, you eat a bushel of kale and handfuls of blueberries. Your gut microbiome starts to then become that guy. Oh, kale, blueberry guy. You know what? I Next start, thing you know, you're a farmer. I know. And I will. I, I've been, you know, you said something and it sounded appealing. I, we should start eating things in bushels. Yes. You know what I mean? Not yeah. enough things are done in bushels. <laughs> no. You know what I mean? A bushel, bushel is a great word. What do we have bushels of? Apples? Yeah. A, I don't kale? know. Kale? Is like it I, a bushel of kale? I, 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 what, what comes in bushels? A bushel of <laughs> a bushel of apples, no? Bushel is, of, did you ever hear anything? I love you. A bushel and a peck. What's that mean? No. Yeah, a bushel and a peck is like a. I've never heard it's an that old saying. I've loved you. Something. A bushel and a peck. Yeah, a bushel and a peck. What's a bushel? A Things bushel. that come in bushels. A bushel is an imperial and U.S. customary unit of volume based upon an earlier measure of dry capacity. The old bushel is equal to two kennings, which is an obsolete term for pecks. <laughs> Or eight dry gallons. So a bushel is equal to eight dry gallons. So a peck is equal to two dry gallons. Stay with us. Don't change that dial. And was mostly used for agricultural products such as wheat. In modern usage, the volume is nominal, with bushels denoting a mass defined differently for each commodity. The name bushel is also used to translate similar units in other measurement systems. Right. Wow. It was originally used for the container itself and later a unit of measurement. The name comes from the old French boursoir, meaning little box. Right. Mm. It may further derive from old French boise, meaning Idaho, meaning little butt. Little bushel Actually. means little butt. Okay. So a bushel has now become what we want it to be, but a bushel used to be eight dry gallons. Eight dry gallons. <laughs> so you ate eight dry gallons of kale. Your stomach's like something's different. Something's now. different. Yeah. Um, All right, but what's a peck? A bushel and a peck. Google four pecks. Dude, what do pecks mean? Click on pecks right there. See if four pecks or eight dry gallons. Yeah, right there. there you boom, go. boom. A peck. A peck is an imperial and United States customer unit of dry volume. Equivalent to two dry gallons or eight dry quarts or 16 dry pints. An imperial peck is equivalent to 9.09 liters. And a U.S. customary peck is equivalent to 8.81 liters. Well, I'll tell you right now, I got two pecks across from me right now. Dang. That might as well be might as well be four dry That's gallons. It. I'll peck everybody. Yeah. Speaking is of that why they call pecks because they have gallons of, they hold gallons of milk. That must be the reason. Probably. That's Sp it. Speaking of gallons of milk, have you ever, <laughs> have you ever went to see professional bull riding live and in person the pbr i saw a rodeo okay i don't think there were bulls there i think there were i don't think there were bulls there i got to go witness a bull a bull a bull i a bull i got to go witness professional bull riding at madison square garden Last weekend, Sal, let me tell you something. If we, we always were on the fence about the, it. I didn't get the call. I, I, you get I, the call? You get the call, Chicone? I know. I only, I only had a couple of seats. Mm -hmm. I had to give it to the kids. I had to give it to the kids. I buck off at the garden. That's what this was called. Okay. I literally, Sal, because there's been times where you and I have questioned. We've spoken about it. We've texted about it. Are we real men? I can tell you now definitively the answer is we are not. No. After seeing what cowboys, yeah. what, what a real man is, what a real cowboy does and how they live their life, sir, you absolutely must, you must promise me, in case I never see you again, mm. you must promise me that you will go see professional bull riding and carry on my good name throughout the stands. I'll go. I, I've always thought, I almost went to the running of the bulls in Pamplona, Spain one year. Right. And it all fell through. It fell through. But I but I was going to wear a cute white outfit head to toe. Yes. And then just run for my life and, <laughs> <laughs> and just see what happened. But uh, someone put the kibosh on that. But did they tie up the nuts? Is that still they, the thing that's mean? They tie up the nuts, but, and people say that's why they kick so much because their nuts are getting tied. And then the one that they were giving us the tour and this guy was great in front of my family. He goes, let me ask you, because, you know, my girl asked, she was like, you know, isn't that like, that's so mean, like they must be kicking because they get their nuts tied up. And then he said to me, he said, sir, if I tied up your nuts right now, 
and my kids oh, are wow. looking up at me. He said, Sheriff, <laughs> <laughs> he said, Sheriff I, Slow down. I don't know what results you want right now. He me. said, sir, if I tied up your nuts right now, what would you do? I said, I probably wouldn't move. He goes, exactly. The bulls are not kicking because their nuts are tied up. The bulls, he goes, he goes, if anything, <laughs> so why am I kicking? He said, he said, because it's actually calming them down. To, to tie their nuts up a little bit because if they didn't, tie, he said, if they didn't tie their nuts up, they would start kicking people in the stands. MSG would just be done. Done. Oh. Wait, so, wait, wait. You're telling me they, they tie up their nuts to subdue them? So I think. But, but isn't tying up the nuts still wrong? Why don't they just not tie the nuts, not subdue, change from eight seconds to 16 seconds? Give you double the seconds, double the nuts. It's a good point. Yeah. It's a good point. I didn't never considered it. What I will tell you is though, they were emphatic, and I do believe them, but they were emphatic about that they treat these bulls better than they treat their own family. The guy told me, he said, I feed the bulls before I feed my kids. So they love the bulls. So this whole idea yeah. of the bulls are not getting treated right is a myth. But who's saying, but but what do they say for themselves? Well, first of all, who ties the nuts and what's that process can we google that how yeah. do you tie a bull's nuts and is that a is that yeah. is that a person is that the job you know what i mean they have to be skilled and that they get a high they get paid for that because they know how to tie bull nuts or is it like whoever's around be like do me a favor grab that rope just tie that nut, those nuts real yeah. quick i'm gonna send this to you steve but just so sal can see what i'm talking about i mean look at look at this look at this Oh wait! No, that. Wait, oh look! Did this, you see Gore? Look, this was literally. So, was, was Al there? Uh, so they told. <laughs> so they told us. You know, they tell the whole arena. They give you. They give the entire arena like a little background on professional bull riders, right? <laughs> and they say the goal is is they have to. These are the best bull riders in the world. They have to stay on that bull for eight seconds okay i mean they did laser light shows and everything to start they had the cowboys in the ring of fire they go eight seconds they have to stay on this bull these are the best guys in the world they can all do it so we are like pumped going crazy the very first cowboy out of the gate he has to stay for eight seconds look at this no at 2.9 seconds and the answer goes no but the then bull, dude, the bull but, went, went one move the guy just fell but like, off but look at this guy this guy is the number one in the world is that awesome yeah look look at this guy eight seconds and then watch oh my god they're playing sabotage by the yeah. Beastie Boys while it's happening yeah and then they and then once you're done then you have to get off and the bull's going crazy and it's these three guys from the National Guard's job to calm the bull down. But you have to understand, when you're on the bull, even if you make it to eight seconds, you still have to find a way to get off the bull. You have to dismount the bull. And furthermore, these guys do it for the love of the game. I respect these guys like you can't imagine because if they do not ride the bull, they do not get paid. So there was a guy who on Friday night was on the bull and then the bull kicked him in the face and broke his jaw and he got on the bull Saturday. In excruciating pain, there was a guy who ripped the bicep off his arm, got on the bull the next day. Because if you do not get on the bull, you do not get paid. And it, dude, it was the most insane thing I've ever seen in it's my life. It's wild that they're playing like they're playing sabotage while he's on the bull. That, the yeah. crowd is going buck wild. Oh yeah, and the bulls when they no come pun. out. When they come out of the of the cage, sometimes they throw the cowboy right into the cage. They'll throw a cowboy right into the first row. They don't care about they the don't cowboy. Give, and, and these guys are unbelievable. And by the way, you want to talk about a master class in chivalry? Every time they, they, we met some of the cowboys after the event, they would shake my hand when Jasmine or my daughters were there. They would take their hat off and say, how you doing, ma'am? That one guy got down on his knee to my ear and goes, how you doing, little lady? Thank you for coming to see me. And literally, you see like the women, like oh my, like Jasmine. She was like, you know, you don't respect me. You need to start respecting me. You never you take your hat. Hats. Yes, she was like, she, I saw. She was texting all her friends, talking to her mom on the way home about like she like they were like every woman was like melting because the cowboys take their hat off and right. like how you doing, ma'am? Right. You know. And I was like, oh my god, I got to start doing it. And then it's funny because you got guys like the new school guys wear like these hockey goalie helmets, but then the old school guys. Just do it in a fucking cowboy hat. <laughs> they just do it old school. No, no I don't mask, care. They wear a little nothing. sign on their neck that says "Kick me, no, kick me." <laughs> and you know what's crazy? United States, like where, like it's mostly done here. But you know what? Where do you think, if you had to guess, what's the the other big country that produces the most number one bull riders? Spain, Brazil, uh, Brazil. 
Brazil. They're, they're, they're big at Brazil, but I mean, dude, if, or people out there, if you ever get a opportunity to go see professional bull riding, do it. So they're taken care of. Yes. Can you go back to what you had up there before Chaconi? Uh, can we read that? Can I read that? Go to the top. You said, it said something like, if you think bulls nuts are tied, you're wrong. Okay. I don't know. If Let's you see get what it said. Don't believe the myth that bulls have their testicles tied up because nothing could be further from the truth. Here's what you need to do, said nine-time stock contractor and year general. Take a rope, tie it around yours, and pull it tight and see how high you can jump. That's basically <laughs> That's what he's basically saying. What I was told by this guy. I, I might have actually been talking to stock contractor of the year, Chad Berger. He probably was at the event, and that's what I was talking to. It is tied around the bull's flank. Oh, not their nuts. Contrary to popular belief, the flank strap is not tied around the bull's testicles. The rope is to encourage the bull to use his hind legs more in a bucking motion as it's the true test of the rider's skill. So then, so then, so I'm sorry. So then who's going around spreading the rumor that their nuts are tied? And then who is believing it? If it's not true, like why do we, why do every Honestly, one of us believe the nuts are I tied? Think it's, I think it's, it's more, more propaganda from Big Bull. I think that's what it is. It's bullshit, is what it is. Yes. How do I protect my balls from bull riding? Don't get on, wear a cup. That's yes. so funny. Some, bu some bull riders, baby. Some bull riders may use specialized protective gear such as padded shorts or groin cups to help protect themselves during the intense and physical demanding sport of bull riding. The thing that they told us about too, when they're in that little pen before they come out, the bull, which is seventeen hundred pounds, is rocking its weight back and forth, crushing the rider's knees and thighs against the against the thing. So the whole sport is pain. You cannot get through that sport without being in pain. Even if, even the most perfect rides, when they dismount, like they, that bull is throwing you off. It is throwing. And then it was funny how some bulls have personalities. Like some bulls would throw a cowboy off and then it would just do a lap around the MSG and then run back <laughs> into the thing. And then some bulls would just, some bulls would just be bucking as they're running back in. And then there's like a cowboy. curtsied. There's a cowboy on a horse. Yeah. There's a cowboy on a horse that's standing there. If any of these bulls get out of control after they throw a ride off, the cowboy comes around and tries to lasso the bull. And there's a, a 1700 pound bull. A 1700 pound bull. The cowboy will come in with the lasso and try to get the bull. And there's a lot, but the horse just thinks the bulls are playing. So the horse, every time this bull comes out, the cowboy's trying to hold the horse back because the horse just wants to go start messing around with the bull. I tell you right now, this, it's unbelievable. this whole thing sounds like an insurance nightmare. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, a liability and a half but you're liable for, for, for the kids to see a cowboy get his, his head knocked off his shoulders I don't think can you google has anyone ever been killed in profession in PBR I don't think I think that they keep it pretty safe and these guys PBR are professionals now? you call PBR I call PBR now? okay I um but it was literally one of those events that like I am gonna follow it <laughs> on television it's and they have to hold on with one arm and you get more points if you can throw your leg off the side of the bull to demonstrate how much control you have like how much this bull don't got shit on you right you gain more points yeah it's basically like step you're like it's basically like you know it's basically right. like see I, here's the thing many people died so he's the third guy Many people died well low was the third guy he said that died oh he was well known for being a cowboy and uh in 2018 uh, they lived in Missouri with their dog Gator, and after his death there in the 19, uh, yeah, he died. Okay, God um, bless him. Eesh. So what happens if they shut down the rest of the night? If somebody dies, home? I would imagine, yeah, but I mean, he didn't. <sighs> uh, nobody died at MSG. 25 years old. Jeez, well, but you do see that the way these bulls are kicking, like I'll show you more videos. I'll send them to Steve. Remind me. I'll send them so, we could, so the fans could see. Yeah. It literally like... Even even when you're watching it, you're like, if the even the people who are trying to wrangle the bull after they throw the cowboy off, I'm like, one of these guys gets kicked in the face. So what they do is they try to like fake the bull out and have the bull charge them and then it charges right back into the pen. Yeah. How do you get into this? You gotta be born into it. I think that yeah, that I mean all these guys are from Oklahoma. Do the Texas. bulls have cute names? Like yeah, Bull Durham or Jean Claude Van Bull. They all have different. They all have, those are no. There was one. I there was one bull. Um, they they have like they, uh, some of the names sounded like porn names. Google the PBR bull names. One of them was like I think one of them's name was Lexington Steel. <laughs> <laughs> Bushwhacker. J three one bodacious. Sixty one little yellow jacket. Yeah. Right. yeah. Uh, Peter North. A two five big ugly. Seven war dance. Okay. 
So these why are the, they, why they have numbers. In they there? got power ratings. Yes. <laughs> oh wow! And the way it works is you you get randomly put with your bull. Look at that bull. War dances a power rating of ninety five. Yeah. That when these other bulls have 68, 78. Yep. Wow. Yep. Strong like bull. Strong like bull. These bull. And when you see, let me ask you a question too. That's I don't know if too. you guys know this or if you never thought about this. Like a bull, right? That's just a male cow, right? Like a bull is a male cow. Is that that's right? So my so co- every every we, time we might, I we might talk about this, every single burger we eat is a female cow. Is a female cow, and every piece of steak, I think, and every o- milk, every, every I think every, you're only thing. ever eating the females. Is that true? Every burger I've ever eaten has always been female. Every glass of milk and burger is all from a woman. female female cow. The future is female. Is that true? I think that's true because I think bulls enough. are male cows. Right? Yeah, I don't know a lot about animals. I got to tell you, I don't know what they are actually. What's you know? I don't know the difference between a ram, a goat, a sheep. Yeah. I don't know the difference between any horses. A hamburger is typically made from ground beef, which comes from various cuts of a cow. But is the cow always female? Do we oh, eat, do we eat male or female cows? Go to people. People right also down ask right down, 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 down. Yes, sir. here we go. Is but. All can it says beef can be made from either male or female cattle for breeds explicitly raised for beef like Angus or Herefords. All calves are reared for meat regardless of sex. Increasingly, cows and bulls of the Holstein breed born on dairy farms are inserted into the beef production system. But my question is, is then what's a bull? Isn't a bull? Doesn't a bull have sex with a cow to make more cows? Or is a bull? Are there male bulls and female bulls? Are there female bulls? Young bulls, steers, which are castrated bulls. And heifers, which are young females, can all be used in beef production. They're slaughtered at different ages and weights depending on what the buyers want. I don't know, man. It just feels like, like, like. I forgot the, that a heifer was a was a, was a cow. Yeah, that's a cow. <laughs> like a bull. So, like, I kind of felt like, like, were the bulls female then at the PBR or were they male? I didn't want to ask this guy all those questions because he already looked at me like I wasn't a man. Right, 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 right. Like he couldn't believe like that. I didn't even know anything. Oh, you think female bulls are, are bucking as well? I think so. Huh. Well, I mean, how long do you think you last on one? On a on seriously one after because also the body's not meant to do that either. When they last, when you're watching them and they're on there and they got they have to hold on tight, but the rest of their body's got to be like jello, jello, and their body's like just contorting yeah. around and oh. going, like they have to have like I don't even know how you how do you what is the regimen like what is the workout process for that to like you know excel but also limit injury like how do you what do you do for your body. To make it be, you can be whipped every which way without ripping something off or getting whiplash. Like, what do they do? Do they just like do a lot of break dancing? I think they do break. They're ripped. They're all relatively small framed guys. But they need to also be very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, they have to be very, not agile, but like, they have to be flexible. Very flexible, yeah. Yeah, they, they have to have a lot of elasticity. Mm-hmm. Elasticity. Elasticity. Yes. And they, I, maybe they do a bunch of yoga. But I, I don't think that these cowboys are doing yoga. Well, they, maybe they should. <laughs> maybe that's the secret. Well, the, the thing is, too, with them is like, you know, they're traveling, doing this all the time. You know, like like they like the like here, like there was this one guy I took a video of him. Like these are the type of people that they are. Like he was just like he couldn't believe that. Like, you know, like the New York pizza. Like they're, these guys are like from like the middle of nowhere, you know, down south. Where is this guy? There's the bull that kills somebody. Does he keep riding? Like, does he still keep his job? They can't kill the bull, right? Because that's his, this is buyer beware. Owner, uh, your own, ride the bull at your own risk. I mean, you can't, yeah. ki- you can't put the bull down. It's not like a, a dog. What did you, you want the bull put, to do? Right. You, you, you asked for the bull to do this. Right. The bull did his job. Okay. The but, bull did his job, no? Yeah, like, look or at her this guy. job. Just a sweet kid. No teeth. Huh? Giggling overalls, like you know, yeah. they're just like he was like, "Hey, I'm just down here." Happy like, go luck. Happy go luck. I've never been in New York City, um, but, but yeah, the, that's right. They can't kill the bull if they kill the rider, right? And but does the bull still live to? Does the bull still act like? Does, does he live to buck another day? Correct. Well, I does, think does he the should buck stop there. Buck could stop there. It depends. Mm. It depends. I mean, the buck stops there. Um, that might be the reason why that might be where the saying comes from. The buck stops there. Oh, maybe. Interesting. I was I was on a I went to a dude ranch for like seventh grade and they put me on a horse that started to buck 
I told you this. I was scared out of my goddamn life. Oh. And uh, I, the, 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 the horse was going on two legs in the air, like, and then down on one leg and kicking, going back up again. I was in seventh grade. Never been on a horse before in my life. And never been since. I have been again since, but it took a while. But I'm screaming, and I got real scared. And then the cowboys there were not gentlemen. I told you, I might have told you the story before. The guy came over and like, well, well, quit your yap. He's like, quit, quit yelling. You're making it worse. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a seventh grade child on a bucking horse <laughs> yes. for the first time in my life. And then they came over and like, they calmed them down. At first they like, didn't think that like, it was a big deal. Like it was, it went up and down twice. And I looked around like, and they looked at me and didn't say anything. And I was like, is anyone going to acknowledge the fact that I'm a child on this thing? And then, and I was like, help. Like, like uh, what's going on? Like, ah, it's just like, right. I started crying. I don't know. And then they came and calmed everything down. The guy scolded me because it goes high, right? It was a goddamn horse bucking up. It was going up on his legs and everything. And then they, 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 they calmed him down. And then they scolded me for yelling and making it worse. And then they got me on another horse. I told you the horse's name was like glue stick or something. And they put the horses literally, you know how you sit on it. Yeah. His like his back was like inverted. <laughs> it was like sloping down. This like old horse. And I got on him and he walked over to a tree and he started eating the tree and wouldn't move after that. <laughs> and then, and like everyone went and I just was sitting on this horse that wouldn't move on the tree. He was like ready to die though. So just biggie, just eating the tree and you didn't get to see anything, but that tree. I, I, I think they finally got him to move, but I did not partake like the rest of the people. Like he just meandered how he wanted right. and he didn't respond to anything. Right. He's the exact opposite of that other horse. And I really think I got a raw deal there. Do you know horses were not native to the United States? The Spanish came and when they invaded the United States, they just left the horses here in the wild horses that they're not supposed to be here. How many horses could they have brought that they, they brought a lot of horses because horse, horses be fucking them. Yeah. Oh my God, dude, yeah. you, that you uh, horses, right? Go, Google horse. You have never seen, never watched a Wait, horse I, video. I, I, no, no, no. Yeah. They go at it, right? Horse. <laughs> oh, they have animal <laughs> videos. I don't know. You, don't let him click this. Oh yeah. Down. Don't click it. Don't click <laughs> it. <laughs> but you already Google horse, but that is interesting where there's a site that says animal. Well, like it's like a they're saying, but only for animals. Yeah, saying, I never even thought about that. They're saying horse with horse compilation of hot. No, but they're talking about women. <laughs> wait, wait. But I think what they're doing is they're taking horses that are having because they need to have to make horses and live. And I think they're filming it. And then they just, and I think they're just buying a domain. I don't think the horses think that they're having. No, but I think, but just based off the description, <laughs> I think that this is them having with. Women, because this one oh, says, oh, this one says, oh, I thought it was th two horses having. Well, because this one description is horse, horse drills young while beats. <laughs> <laughs> so real, real POV stallion. <laughs> what is that? What is that? <laughs> Wait, uh, you're going to have to beep a bunch of this because, yeah, yeah, because we, the, uh, we keep a clean the, show. No, because uh, we have to do like a, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's some of that we got. We can't like because because that because now they're saying like the things reading the oh the transcripts AI? and it's like oh yeah. yeah all right all right yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. right so, now I mean I no, don't know no, sure, I, sure. I don't no. know I don't care because no, we want it because we I don't said care, this was a clean policy but <laughs> no I don't care if it can clean but I just don't want to lose money no I don't want to lose money either I think like yeah yeah it might it might deter you know. <laughs> It might deter like a toothbrush company. <laughs> yeah. like from, from Hello Fresh is in no matter what we do. <laughs> <laughs> Hello Fresh. Whoever runs that yeah, has, that guy is just God, in. He's awesome. <laughs> that guy is all in. Matter of fact, it's like he's like they, they got bull Tesco recipes on that thing. They now. don't give a shit. Yeah, free breakfast for life. <laughs> um, um all right, I, well, so let's go, not click on that. All right, let's not click on it, but yeah. dude, do yourself a fave. Go to professional bull running. They do it every year at Madison Square Garden. The first, the first event usually of the new year is professional bull riding at MSG. Okay. Next year we're in. We we should go. We you should know, go. You know what we did one time? I used to have the podcast called uh, "What Say You with Q," and we used to do trips with the with our audience. So we went to go see Gallagher one year. Uh, we also went to where the hell did we go? We went to see uh, uh, Fast and Furious. Okay. <laughs> we, you know, like and literally, yeah. like we had like a hundred, couple hundred listeners come, and we went and did it. Like yeah. a class trip. Right. We should do. Would you guys take like a bus there or something? No, we just met everyone there. Right. You know, and then uh, yeah, so we met everyone at the theater. We met everyone at the you know, and it was it was awesome. Let's do a hey babe class trip to professional bull riding next yes. year for real. Yes, it, it is. It is an unbelievable, and it's funny because you'll have like real New York like grease balls wearing cowboy hats. Yeah, we'll like pick a section. Yes, and we'll tell everyone to get tickets in that section, the hey babe section. Yeah, and then we'll maybe we'll meet like at a like at a bar right outside the garden for like a, a half an hour before. 
and we'll walk over with them. It'll be a blast. And we'll have Steve playing the drums. We'll have Steve playing. We'll have him around with the one around his. his do you ever do that? The one around your neck? Like you're, like you're the little Pied Piper, the drummer boy, whatever? Never did the marching band. Okay. What a great first episode by Steve. I, yeah, I mean, I, you know, great. I, I, I just, I, I'm, I'm very excited to see how, because, you know, you know, obviously this is going to be a change of, of a dynamic because it's a new person right. here, sitting here. Right. And I know that, you know, our, our, our audience, you know, three years with Pimpy, and I know that some people might be like, oh, yeah, we got to take some getting used to. Well, I'll tell you, we're coming hot out of the gate here. Hot out of the gate. And, and Steve has just told us, he motioned to me that this entire episode, he's had his testicles tied up. <laughs> and that's the kind of dedication yes. we're talking. He didn't yes. even say anything yeah. for the whole episode. <laughs> and that's the kind of dedication you can expect from Stevie Ciccone, the phony Rice baloney. Rice Aroni. This is the beginning of a great thing. You're a bucking legend. A boy, the jabroni. <laughs> yes, you are. And, uh, and yeah, I mean, just, uh, yeah, I'm excited. And, and the, what I like really, what I like is that he, he knows the show. He told me he was a yeah. listener of the show for, yeah. for a, a long time. So he, he knows what we do here. He he's knows a beautiful man. He knows what we're about. Steve knows what we're about. Yeah. And DM us if you, if you want to get, uh, if you want to get in Steve's pants, this is the way to do it. This is how we're going to start this off. And we'll see, because he is a single guy. He's a single man. He is a, one of the sweetest men I've ever met. I yes. talked about him and his family. He's a family guy. He's a family he's guy. He's a stand-up guy with integrity. Yep. And uh, he's a hard worker. This man comes from Ronkonkoma, my friend. Ronkonkoma, Ron baby. Ronkonkoma, to here. To here. And he's like, no big deal. And no I'm big like, deal. Well, I wouldn't do it. No, he <laughs> does it. it. Yeah. All right, boys. This has been Hey Babe. This has been Hey Babe.